0: The United States has approved plans for strikes in Iraq and Syria against multiple Iranian targets. Meanwhile, there seems to continue to be terror on the border that some are speculating could lead to a civil war. We'll talk about all of this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to The End Time Show. Vince Steagall here with Doug Norvell. Today is Open Line Friday, which means we talk about whatever you want to. So give us a call, 877 N Times the number to join us, 877-363-8463. You can also post your comments in the chat. We will do our best to keep up with them, but uh, the best thing to do is to give us a call. So do that now, and before we get into some stories that are uh, all over the news right now that could strike fear in people's heart, Doug. We're gonna kinda of help with that today. Um, I wanna to remind you that part of what makes this show possible is our friends at First Cup Coffee. They're a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee Company right out of Texas where, here at, where we are here at end time. Uh, they have 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of the roasts, ground, whole bean, or even pods for your Keurig machine. We're drinking the Boston Common today, Doug, and it's, I think it's your favorite. It is my favorite. Yeah, I so, like that one. So there you go. Get Doug's favorite at FirstCup.com. Uh, use code ENTIME to get 10% off. Go to FirstCup.com uh, today and use code INTIME and subscribe, and they'll give you another 10% off. So do that today. All right, Doug. I um, have to be
1: fair though. I've only had like four different blends, so which is I had a lot. Four that I've tried. Think, yeah. Boston is my favorite, but I haven't had one that I'm been like I really don't like that one. So I haven't had that yet. So I like them all. And yeah, I'm gonna be, try to go down there in April and actually I, I go know, to their that's shop. That's really cool. We so. have to do like a live shot from there or something. That'd be fun. Facebook Live or something.
0: We'll have to see. All right. All right, Doug. I I am assuming that you heard about the US soldiers that were killed. Yes, I did. And now uh, Biden has vowed to strike back mm-hmm. and nothing has happened. That was over the weekend. And I kind of thought we would see something by now. It is Friday at this point, mm-hmm. and there has been nothing that happened. However, um, from what I understand, uh, there has been an approval.
1: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times um, some of the criticism that goes around is they're giving fair warning, so people move the troops out of the areas that we're talking about hitting. So I don't know if that's um, you know fair to say or not. I really don't know if that's true or not, Vince. But I did see today also that um, Iran had moved some of their um, some of their guard, the Iranian I um, can't remember what they're called right now, but anyway, the, their elite fighting force there that were in Syria, they've pulled those guys out of there in uh, in parts of uh, Lebanon as well so they are expecting something to happen uh out of repercussion for that drone attack that happened over the weekend and you know I mentioned yesterday it was odd because that drone attack where it happened they said it was uh in Jordan and it's really kind of right there on the border of Jordan and Syria and the Euphrates River happens to run right down through uh the middle of where that area was it's kind of strange because it's right there close to it And we've talked about the significance of um, the Euphrates River and um, what you know World War III or the Six Trumpet War talks about that area so it was interesting to see that and then to know that we had some servicemen killed and injured I think I can't remember how many were injured but it was a lot. It was just three died, but there were several injured as More well. More than 40 so. were wounded and three yeah. were killed. And, Doug,
0: I guess I have breaking news. We have began officially now. I'm seeing that uh, in the chat, and I've looked it up, and uh, breaking news apparently all over. Okay. Uh, that, that was not there just 10 minutes ago when we were looking it over. Right. So uh, U.S. begins Middle East airstrikes in response to deaths of three soldiers. So they are hitting, it looks like Syria, right this very moment.
1: Interesting. or it's being reported now. Yeah, so. and I wonder how close it is to Damascus because everybody will start asking that question next. It's, Let's see what I can find out. Uh, but Doug, can you help us understand, I guess, the um,
0: significance to all of this with Bible prophecy?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely, Vince. We talk about it um, quite a bit because like we said yesterday on the program that this is one of the two uh, next prophecies that we see coming to pass is the Six Trumpet War which starts in that region we believe because it says loose the four angels that are bound in the great river Euphrates uh, to kill one-third of mankind so it appears like uh, this could be the start of that Six Trumpet War because of the region because of what's happening there we don't know that for sure yet um, I'm not comfortable with saying that that this is it. Uh, because we just don't know at this point. But we do know that's one of the major prophecies that are getting ready to happen. And with the United States being pulled into this through these proxy wars, um, you know, a statement's been made more than once um, that we should just go after the head of the snake. Everybody realizes that Iran is the one that's funding all of these different terror cells and that we should go straight to the heart of Iran and and attack Tehran. Uh, We also know that Iran is... uh, within, you know, they they say days a lot of times, but you know, several days have passed and we haven't heard anything, but they are very close to having enough uranium to have a a nuclear uh, missile there and be able to have nukes where they could strike Israel with nukes. So um, some people say, you know, we need to just go ahead and take care of this problem. Now I know that um, Lindsey Graham has been very vocal in uh, talking about what we should do with Iran. Uh, he thinks we should hit them very hard. Of course, if we do this, they have very powerful allies, Russia being one of them, China being another, North Korea as well. Um, so we could see this escalate into a very large war before it's over with, uh, and it could turn into that Six Trumpet War. Uh, that's something we watch every day, and so you know, we'll just have to keep watching and see what happens, Vince.
0: All right, well, I can't find any details online. A little hard to do while we're live on the show, but I did my best to look through that. I don't see where it's located specifically. It is in Syria. I just don't know exactly where. Um, So we will find out more as we go. And, of course, if you learn anything, share it with us. Put it in the chat. We'd appreciate it very much. Doug, it's open line Friday, so that means we talk about whatever anyone that calls wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number to join us is 877-877-363-8463, and we are going to start in Kentucky. David is watching there. David, welcome to the End Time
2: Show. Hey, how are y'all doing? I just want to start out by saying thank y'all, and God bless y'all. I like watching y'all do it. It's a new channel that I just picked up. Wonderful. Thank well, you, well, thank you, you very much, sir. Um, but. but my question is: Is I'm sure, which I've covered it all. Really, the, uh, with all the prophecies is being fulfilled, like the red heifer, the wars, and everything that's going on. How are people turning a blind eye to that?
1: Well, you know, here, here's the. I think one of the key elements there. Uh, is that a lot of people believe that there's no significance for us as Christians. So that's one of the, that's one of the keys is that they, they believe, well, we're Christians, we're gonna be raptured out of here before anything happens. And so that's really not going to affect us. So they don't see it as big news. Um, however, I, you know, we, we actually believe that the rapture happens at the end of the tribulation. So we're post rapture yeah. here and that's what we believe. And so that's why we feel it's so important to get these stories out. And, and while a red heifer story to most Christians may not be significant to them, it may be because they don't understand Bible prophecy. They don't understand that there will be a third temple in the end time and that there, that's a significant part of what's going to happen in the final seven years because we're told in Second Thessalonians 2 that the Antichrist will stand in a rebuilt temple and he'll proclaim to be God. And so, it's it's those two things, I think, they, they don't understand that there will be a third temple and a lot of them believe, well, well, we'll be raptured out, we don't even have to worry about this. But as we keep moving closer and closer and they're seeing these things develop, I think people are, are eventually going to have to change what they believe because they're gonna see, hey, we're in that final seven years.
3: Yeah, and,
2: and have you, I know I shouldn't ask two questions, but uh, have you noticed that like in the last 20, 30 years, that overseas and over in Israel, they're making more and more discoveries. The archaeologists make more and more discoveries proving the Bible right. And there's still non believers out there that won't heed to that.
1: Yes, sir, I do. As a matter of fact, um, what was it on Wednesday? You know, we, we talked about that quite a bit in our production meeting because there had been that. Um, the. Um, can't remember what it's called right now but they were having the gathering for prayer and repentance i think is what it's called in washington dc and they had some israeli speakers there and they were talking about the significance of some of the fines that they've had and some of the things that are happening and i do i think it's god's way of waking people up and pulling them back and of course there's always going to be people that are going to be skeptics and they're not going to believe even though they see it with their own eyes uh, but remember, Jesus said to Thomas, when when Thomas, he had said, until I can stick my finger in the nail holes in his hand and my hand in his side, he said, I won't believe it. And then Jesus came into the upper room after Thomas had said this, and he said, Thomas, here's my hands, here's my side. And Thomas made the proclamation, my Lord and my God. And he said, blessed are you, Thomas, because you have seen and believed, but more blessed are they who will not see but yet believe and so because of, of that we're it's amazing but we're even more blessed than the disciples that were there with jesus because without seeing this physical proof we believe it on the spiritual proof we believe it because we believe the word of god and we're led by his spirit and we're pulled to him and i think that's what the lord's doing he's just proving to people right now that the stories are real
0: yeah
1: hey david are well, you already on
0: InTime time plus
1: Uh, no, sir. That's our streaming service. I'd
0: like to give you six months free as a welcome to end time gift. If you don't mind, um, stick around on hold. We'll get your email address and set that up for you today. We appreciate you being a new listener and give us a call and, uh, always good to hear from new folks. So thank you so much, David. God bless you. Stay on hold. We'll get that email address and get that set up today. Um, I WANT TO REMIND YOU THAT THE GLOBALIST WANTS YOU TO EAT 3D PRINTED STEAKS AND BURGERS MADE FROM cricket POWDER. DOUG, IS THAT ON YOUR MENU FOR THIS WEEKEND? NO, SIR. THANK YOU VERY MUCH. YOU PROBABLY DO A COOKOUT, BUT <laughs> WON'T INVOLVE THAT. OUR FRIENDS AT BACKYARDBUTCHERS.COM ARE SAYING NO THANK YOU TO THE KLAUS SCHWAB AND WORLD ECONOMIC FORUM AGENDA PUSHING SUCH THINGS. THEY'RE DELIVERING AMERICAN RAISED AND HARVESTED MEAT FROM RIGHT HERE IN OUR AMERICAN BACKYARDS to dinner tables across our nation. Go to backyardbutchers.com, save an extra 20% off your entire order by using the code end time. with over a half a million happy customers. They'll make sure your orders are delivered right on time every single month. So go to backyardbutchers.com slash end time, buy American meat today and get 20% off your entire order. All right, we're going to go to Oklahoma now. Joel is watching there. Joel, welcome to the EndTime show.
4: How are you guys doing today? Y'all look very handsome on the TV today.
0: Well, thank you very much. We are better thank than we deserve. Yes, sir.
4: Hey, uh, Vince, you tell your wife that, uh, you weren't being ugly to me and I it didn't hurt my feelings <laughs> the other day. Okay. I, I so, hope a, she might be watching. So
0: appreciate that, Joel. <laughs>
4: tell her it's just a love hate relationship. We love each other. And when we say something about each other, we, we just. It's because we love each other. Well, there's no hate on
0: my end, just
4: so right. you know. There's it's a love-love no love for me. End. No hate on my That's end,
1: right. You
4: know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not eating Cree, I'm eating Cree B steak USDA choice coming right off the side of the crowd, I'll tell you that much. Hey, I
0: figured being from Oklahoma, I, didn't, I don't think you guys got cricket powder there.
4: No, we don't. Get Unless you're using somebody. something
0: like that for fishing.
4: Well, we use crooked to fish with, we
1: don't use them to eat. That's right. So, They're good crop fish. I was, uh, <laughs>
4: I, I, <laughs> I was, uh, I've had a lot of people uh, tell me, why are you guys so fixated, you guys and me, people that are involved in prophecy so much and are lo- looking at prophecy now, why are you so fixated on the red heifers? <laughs> Didn't Jesus, you know, they tell me, said, so why do the Jews have to have the red heifers? And I said, they don't have to have the red heifers. It's because they won't accept Jesus Christ as their Messiah. They're falling back to the old Levitical Mosaical law. And, and I said, we're looking at it from a prophetic standpoint. And they said well they're i always watch them and they're saying well the jews have to have this red cow you know and i said really by rights they don't mm-hmm. according to the new testament jesus died came and died and was resurrected the third day for all mankind but the jews do not accept jesus right we're looking at it from a biblical prophetical standpoint that's why we are so fixated in looking at the red heifer and i i don't understand why they can't get that from you alls show even though you say well the, you know the jews have to have this to purify they don't really right jesus has already done that so maybe we can explain it better to them i don't know guys what do y'all think
1: well joe i mean you're absolutely right I and mean, we know as christians we don't have to have Uh, a temple we don't need a red heifer we don't need a temple uh we don't need any of that because the word of god tells us that you know because jesus died once one time for all time we don't need those things but having said that it's it's very prophetic for them to move forward so up until now up until recently let me say the the jews uh, were told not to even go up on the Temple Mount. The Jewish believers, the Jewish uh, religious Jews, were telling other Jews, you can't go up on the Temple Mount because we ha- don't have a purification uh, ceremony. So we have no ashes to purify you before you even go up there. They believed before they could even go up there, they had to be purified. But That's what true. happened was because they knew the Muslims wanted to remove the Jewish history from that mountaintop, they said, if we don't start showing the world how important this is to us, the world will take it away from us. And so they began to make pilgrimages up there, uh, began to, to really sh- make a show of force basically and have um, you know, the religious leaders come up there and walk around. Um, and if you remember even Ariel Sharon, back when he was uh, prime minister, he walked up there and made the statement, we will never give up this Temple Mount. And so he reminded the people of Israel how important that was to the Jewish people, and so that's the only reason why they're even going up there right now without the ashes, were because they were afraid they would lose it completely.
4: Well, the the old hard, well, I say, I start to say hardliners, those that are really into the Mosaical Law or the Levitical Law, mm-hmm. they actually believe that they have to have those ashes, right.
1: yeah, to They purify.
4: Do but jesus has already purified everything for them but they don't believe that
1: that's right and
4: and i told everybody i said we want this to happen because of the uh, prophecy that's Mm -hmm. in the bible that's why we we look to the red heifers we don't need them and they really don't need them right but they need them from the standpoint from prophecy Mm -hmm. to to be fulfilled and i i don't I just, I'm just having trouble explaining that to people. And,
1: and, and one of the reasons I think too, Joel, is is like I said before, there's a lot of teachings out there that say there will not even be a third temple. But we know from Scripture there's definitely going to be a third temple, and we know there's going to be a sharing arrangement on that temple mount. And so we can we can show you in Revelation chapter 11, 1 and 2, how we understand that, that there will be a sharing arrangement there. So we know that's coming, but like I said before, there's a lot of Christians that don't even believe they'll be here when that temple's built, and so they don't understand the significance of the moment that we live in right now. And a lot of people are just uneducated on it, and you know, when you're uneducated on something, you'd rather just not even talk about it because you really don't know what you're you're saying about it, and so you're just like, well, I just don't even wanna talk about that. And that's been some of the people that I've talked to, uh, even amongst my friends and family, they don't understand because they haven't ever studied it and it's over their head. So we just try to break it down every day and, and help people understand why there's a significance in the prophetic uh, scriptures explaining why they even would would need this red heifer.
4: I'm going to make a bold statement and and I might get chastised for saying it, but I do believe that this, the pre-tribulation rapture was ushered in by Satan to distract the church today to get people's minds away from the true word or in the true prophecy. And that may be that may be a little harsh, but...
0: That is quite really, a bold statement, Joel.
4: <laughs> well, let me tell you, there's a lot of... You know, we didn't have this teaching until around till the 18, till 1830, 1832.
1: Yeah.
4: The church, the old reformed churches they taught that basically there there will be a millennial reign and that the church is going to be here for you know the great tribulation of satan and not the wrath of god but the great tribulation of satan right and it may be you know i may get a lot of hate mail over to y'all may but i believe that it's a distraction from satan to keep people's minds away from the truth if we do get a lot of hate
0: mail, we'll thank you for it, Joel. Uh, we do appreciate your call. Always love hearing from you. I appreciate you clearing up that uh, little contention there as well. It might get me out of the doghouse this weekend, so I appreciate it very much. God bless you, Joel. If you want me to get out of the doghouse, type Kate in the comments. Let her know. It's time. Yeah. How long has it, how long has it been, Doug? I, I don't know. It's Probably about 10 years now I've been in the doghouse.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's true. But. Type
0: Kate in the comments if you think I, I deserve getting out by now. Uh, Thank you for your call, Joel. We have some open lines at 877 (laughs) end time if you'd like to join us, 877-363-8463. Before we get to other callers, I wanna remind you that 2024 is gonna be a turbulent year. We're going into a presidential election and you see the war stuff happening, you see the border stuff happening and so much more. And one thing that every one of us sees is the impacts of inflation when you're putting gas in your car when you're going to the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than wages can increase so how are you protecting your savings from these globalist policies that are even being implemented here in the united states consider diversifying with gold from birch gold group for decades gold's been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation now you can own it in a tax sheltered ira with the help of birch gold just visit birchgold.com and birch gold will send you a free info kit on gold They'll convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket for it. So visit birchgold.com slash end time and secure your savings now. All right, Doug, we ready to go back to the calls? Absolutely. All right. Well, we're getting ready to do that. I want to remind you, share this video, comment, give us the red heart it's better than the blue thumbs up it really helps when you share this video we're going to be talking about the border here momentarily so uh, we've got some updates there that you need to hear and oh i do need to clarify there are some people now reporting that these were not attacks by the u.s in syria these explosions are some someone else and we don't know who yet so some are reporting it's us some are reporting it's someone else i don't know exactly what's true yet Mm-hmm. but we will continue to watch it as the show goes on. It, it appears that it's the U.S., okay. but we shall see. All right, we're going to go to Florida now. Felix is watching there. Felix, welcome to the End Time Show.
5: Thank you very much for taking my call. How are you gentlemen doing?
0: Better than you we go. deserve, Felix.
5: Uh, I wanted to ask you, first of all, I want to let you know that uh, I am a Cuban-American and that my, my parents brought me to the United States at the age of 5, 1970, and I'll be turning... Sixty uh, this month, and I served in the Marine Corps. And what I wanted Thank you to know for your
0: service, sir. My
5: mm-hmm. pleasure. And I and I wanted to know—is um, it somewhere in the Bible that it talks about all this influx of illegal immigrants or this invasion that we're getting through through the through Texas and other parts of the country? I want to know if it talks about that anywhere in the in the Bible. And I'm also a patriot and. Uh, I go to a UPC church here in Coral Springs, Florida.
1: Wow, Felix, that's awesome! Um, like Vince said, thank you for your service. We appreciate You're that. Welcome. And I, I have looked, and I have had people send me um, some scriptures that they believe may pertain to it uh, about the foreigner in your land uh, gaining more wealth than you and and you would have to, they would lend you money eventually because they were overtaking your land. I I think that those scriptures they're in the Old Testament and I can't recall right off the top of my head where that scripture is but I think it was really pertaining to Israel because um, you know Israel had a very uh, specific command by God when they came into the Promised Land. They were supposed to, uh, to run the foreigners out because God didn't want an influence of other religions uh, coming in and and taking his people and leading them back down a path where he had just pulled them out of with uh, you know idol worship in Egypt and things like that. So I, I do believe that those scriptures are pertaining to uh, to Israel mainly. Uh, can we make it work for us right now? I mean, it, some of the things you see in the news and some of the stories you're hearing it. it you know, might pertain. But that's the closest I've been able to find. I can't find anything prophetically, uh, talking about the end of days when this would happen. But what we do know is that there is a one world global power at the end of um, Revelation, in, in Revelation 13, at the at the final three and a half years, that one world power rises up. And this is one of their goals. So Felix, you know, that's what they want. They want uh, to have, one people one world they don't want anybody having any states or countries or patriotism at all Uh, that's why they're trying to to make patriotism more of a a terrorist threat now anybody who is a nationalist uh, they don't want you to be nationalist that's become uh, a bad word in the world now they want you to be a globalist and so these open border policies that's what that's all about and if you look you'll even see the pope talking about open borders and how important they are uh, because he wants everybody to be the same on on the same financial scale and really I think that that's part of what they want as well you've heard uh, uh, Yuval Noah Harari the uh, number one man to Klaus Schwab there in the WEF one of the things he talks about is how humans will come become obsolete because of AI and because of um, machines and computers and things like that. And when he's asked, well, what will we do with all of these people? He said, I don't know, probably give them video games and drugs. So that's that's really what they want with us. They If they can get you, I, I don't know how it is right now in Florida where you're at, but here, especially in this area, we're seeing more and more of the 15 minute city type apartment buildings being built where you have a whole city underneath an apartment complex and they don't want people leaving their little cube and that's what they want and if they can get us there and then launch these, um, these things like they, they did in Europe where they were paying people $2,000 a month to do nothing but stay at home and they're just giving them money to live off of uh, and then it, we would be on a social credit score where they would give you an amount of money at the first of the month and and you would have that money. And if you did something that was outside their, their laws or their rules for you, they would deduct from that and they would penalize you like that. And that's where we're going with the mark of the beast. So all this, even though you can't find something specific in scripture, it is very much part of that global community that they want at the end of this final seven years.
0: Felix, we're coming up against a break here, so I've got to cut you off. Please stay on hold, though. We'd like to gift you with End Time Plus as well if you don't already have it. Again, we appreciate your service. We appreciate you calling in. So we'll give you six months for free, and hopefully you'll be able to dive in to understand the End Time and Revelation, the 21-episode series that Irvin Baxter did literally weeks before he passed away. There's all sorts of content on there, so we want to gift that to you. We'll be right back after this break. Die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. <laughs> Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End time Plus and available to order at endtime.com UET. Go to endtime.com UET or call 800 end
2: What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you.
0: Welcome back to The End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, we were, well, actually, before we get into this, I do need to remind everybody, Dave and Jana Robbins Mm. will be in Justin, Texas this weekend. Dave will be teaching about THE GREEN HORSEMAN AND WORLD WAR III, uh, let BRAND NEW LESSON THAT HE'S JUST DEVELOPED. SO MAKE PLANS TO COME OUT TO JUSTIN, TEXAS TOMORROW AND SUNDAY. YOU CAN GO TO ENDTIME.COM SLASH EVENTS TO LEARN MORE ABOUT THE VENUE AND THE SPECIFIC DETAILS ABOUT THE EVENT. Uh, OR GIVE US A CALL AT 800 time WE'LL BE HAPPY TO HELP YOU OUT OVER THE PHONE. ALL RIGHT, DOUG, SO WE STARTED THE SHOW BY TALKING. WE WERE PLANNING ON HIGHLIGHTING uh, THE CRISIS AT THE BORDER,
5: mm-hmm.
0: THEN THE WHOLE PLANS TO Uh, the U.S. plans to strike Iran came up, and then uh, while live on air, we started getting the reports that uh, the strikes had began. Then it shifted to we don't know who's doing the strikes, and now we're back into confirmation that the U.S. is doing these strikes. Um, Iran Iran strikes in Iraq and Syria are happening. I don't know if they're happening right now or they're just not being reported, but nonetheless, dozens of airstrikes. Now, this is significant, I guess, um, Doug, because at least since the uh, Israel-Hamas war began, this is the U.S.'s first
1: airstrikes, is that correct? I believe that it is like this. I mean, we've done, I think we've done some stuff, but it hadn't been like this, where we're doing a major airstrike. This, this is a lot different than what it was, Vince. So So this is I mean, taking things to another level? It's definitely taking things to another level. And it, it, um, it, it appears though that we're still hitting the the terror cells we're not hitting iran straight into iran and hitting their forces but we are hitting where their forces are with terror cells so we are it's still a proxy war basically but um it, it is ramping up it's getting more and more uh ramped up seems like as uh, as this day is moving on so we'll we'll have to wait and see what it looks like and uh after we can get you know, some pretty decent reports where we kind of know for sure, events what exactly is being hit and who is being affected by it.
0: And so. just so everyone um, kind of gets the picture, I mean, we are yeah. talking, um, Syria right now, I believe it would be about midnight, is not that correct, nine hours ahead? Mm-hmm. I know Israel, I believe Israel's not eight or nine hours ahead of us. So we're talking, it's in the middle of the night there, Yeah. and these airstrikes are happening, which is normally when they do them. Um, so that is what we're looking at and taking things to another level. And this is significant, of course, uh, many of you know what we say about um, the Sixth Trumpet War, which we also call World War III because there will be a very large army, 200 million men, plus there will be a third of mankind killed. And it appears that this war is going to emanate from the Euphrates River, according to Bible prophecy. And, of course, the Euphrates River is housed in Iran, Iraq, Syria, and Turkey, which is where much of this activity is. And, of course, it's where the strikes are happening right now. So uh, very, very significant news in regards to Bible prophecy and what it could lead to. Of course, Dave teaching on this subject this weekend will help you know a whole lot more than what you did walking into that conference. Again, go to endtime.com events for conference details there. Um, but this is time to share this video because uh, we'll be talking about this for the rest of the show. I would imagine that's what most people's comments are going to be around. So share this video, help get the word out with what is coming to the world and how Bible prophecy is developing right before our very eyes so uh, let's go to Louisiana now Alex is watching there Alex welcome to the end time show
6: yeah uh, yeah thank you for taking my call yeah absolutely I am an amateur student of history and of the Bible and the way I see it there's nothing that turned off the Middle East to so-called Christianity than what than the Crusades and the Inquisition and that bunch of barbarians who, in the name of Jesus, went around slaughtering, and, well, that's all I wanted to say, but I think they really made a really bad impression about what Christianity really is.
0: Definitely didn't help matters, that's for sure.
6: (laughs) Did you see the movie uh, Kingdom of Heaven?
0: I have not, (laughs) but I haven't seen most movies, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm bad about that.
6: It pretty much tells a tale about how the crusaders uh, and the kings, uh, they kept going back every time that the Muslims would agree on something that the mm, so-called sent-by-god crusaders just went back in their word and again and again and again. And and they just came across. The same thing happened in Japan. Yeah. With, again, the mm, quotation marks, a one true church. Yeah. Well, so That's really all I wanted to say. I think it's just that they gave the world a wrong impression about right. what Christianity really is.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Alex. You know, um, Vince, one of the things that we discuss is when we're talking about Mystery Babylon mm-hmm. is that Mystery Babylon has the blood of, of martyrs and saints on our hands. Yep. And that's one of the things that we use to prove who Mystery Babylon is because of the uh, Spanish Inquisition and the Crusades and, and things, as as that progressed, there's a lot of blood on the hands of the Roman Catholic Church, and uh, uh, that's one of the things, you know, we have several clues within the Bible that tell us it's the Vatican in Rome that is Mystery Babylon, and we talk to people about this all the time and try to explain it to them and help them understand, and, you know, he makes a great point. I mean, it's, we'll leave a bitter taste in people's mouths, but we're we're in a different time now in a different era and that was uh many many years ago and so uh you know now we see kind of that transition is turning and we see the the barbarianism is actually what's happening now they'll come into a church and just slaughter and massacre Mm -hmm. christians that are just there peacefully worshiping so um yeah i mean it's there's a lot of history there and a lot of it is due to mystery Babylon.
0: Well, it misrepresented Christianity because it's right. not true Christianity. That's right.
1: That is not how
0: Christians behave. Right. And so uh, he's certainly correct. And about we have that.
1: A, a, you know, we have a series, hmm. and in that series we have a DVD called. You're not going to tell them what it's called. I'm not. You are. True Christianity versus. Well, we false. usually <laughs> tell
0: them. Like, yeah. If like don't watch this. Right, if the truth We don't recommend you. people watch this series. <laughs>
1: right. If the truth hurt is going to offend you, you might not want to watch it. That's well. right. Yeah.
0: So if you're weak and easily offended, don't go watch True Christianity versus False Christianity. That's right. available on demand 24/7 at watch.endtime.com. And of course, we have physical DVDs as well for those of you who still have uh, those machines. Which Doug, do you still own a DVD player? I do. Wow. I a DVD okay. Player, I do not. I'm old school, man. Yeah. Well, a lot of people do still. and That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But we have the DVD. We have the streaming option. Uh, so don't go watch it. You heard you. We're telling you not to go watch it because you might get upset with us. So, uh, true Christianity versus false Christianity is the video not to watch. All right. All right. I think we made that very clear Doug absolutely we are going to let's see where are we going uh, Minnesota Tim is watching there Tim welcome to the end time show
7: thank you yes sir to talk to you both uh, I think it's the first time I talked to you both got convinced but you guys do just a wonderful job i like you. you make a good combination you do well, thank very you, sir. entertaining shows and so I appreciate it appreciate been it a long time long time listener and watcher I think I started teaching understanding the end time back in 1998
0: wow when it first came out on VHS wow well no I I had the chart that's okay before the VHS before
1: that wow that's awesome (laughs) I used to work in shipping
0: and had to pack those things up it was my least favorite thing to pack
7: yeah I had that and then I've been VHS (laughs) and then DVD so I still I'm very old school I have all that stuff
1: Do, do you still have the chart?
7: uh No, I don't. I oh. gave that away when it came okay. out on uh, VHS. Okay. There was a guy from church that wanted to teach it, and I said, "Well, he couldn't afford." To, you know, I said, "Well, here, take my chart," and then I kind of lost track of it. Yeah, but I wish I still had the chart. Yeah, so, because I Dave have,
1: actually, Dave is one of the characters within the chart, so you could have. Yes, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> and who is he? Isn't look, he doesn't look the same anymore. Well, I don't want to say who he is. So. <laughs> And That's he awesome,
7: crazy, ain't he? <laughs> he is. <laughs> you got it. Well, what's your question today, Tim? <laughs> well, last week I was listening to uh, you know the call-in show, and uh, someone called in about uh, what happens to the United States, why we don't protect Israel during the Battle of Armageddon. And of course, you know, I've gotten that questions over the years too, teaching the Bible study and, and, and so forth, but. I don't know what happened when they asked that question. They've said, well, we really don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe we lost our veto power, which I think we will, in in effect. But I was thinking, well, when does the Battle of Armageddon start? It happens after the Tribulation period. And Mm -hmm. if it happens after the Tribulation period, isn't that when the Church gets raptured? And I'm thinking maybe what happens to the United States maybe this year if we get trump in or another very conservative person as president this nation will turn back to god and if we're all gone the united states won't be there to protect israel and they get invaded by the national armies i just kind of had that thought i just thought it was kind of interesting but uh i just thought i'd run by you guys and see what you thought
1: well i I actually tend to think that that's a pretty good possibility actually i've I've kind of mowed over that myself and one of the things beside that that I've thought about is you know we know that the Antichrist will fight some wars uh, during his time of power and so maybe we're just militarily destroyed in some way that we can't help anymore before the Battle of Armageddon but I've also pondered that thought about the rapture and what you're saying if uh, if the rapture happens and there's been a revival here within the United States and there's so many people who are truly following God at that point, it could take out the leaders that were helping Israel and just leave uh, the wicked behind. And so that, that could be a, a possibility too. But you know these are only speculations and that's all we can do because yep. we don't have good scripture. But that's a, that's a possibility that you can throw on the table.
7: Well, oh, yeah, just like I said, it just came to me, and I thought, well, that, that's, you know, it's right around the, the time of all this stuff happening when, you know, the Church leaves, so mm-hmm. but, uh, that's all I had. I, I, again, I appreciate what you guys do, and I, I'm i always watching, and I, it's a great time. I just wonder what Irvin Baxter would be doing now.
1: Man, he was do down too. there and
7: seeing all this stuff. He'd be going crazy. So. Yeah.
1: We <laughs> talk about that often, man. I, I can only imagine what Brother Baxter would be seeing right now. But yeah, yeah.
0: and wait so. till we talk about some things that are brewing, Doug, mm-hmm. Tim. Yeah. Uh, wild things in the in the pipeline. So right. uh, continue to pray well, for yeah. us. Thank you so you, much you for guys, keeping up. You
7: guys do. You guys do a wonderful job. I know my my largest Bible study attendance was. The the week after Brother Baxter died, everybody was coming out of the woodwork from years past. What are we going to do now? You know, <laughs> urban dead, you know, <laughs> is the ministry going to fold up? And I said, it's going to be in great hands, God's going to move it to great heights, and, and you guys made me a prophet, because, I mean, this guy, <laughs> so you guys are doing fantastic. Yeah. So, keep up the good work, and I'll let you get to someone else. Thank God, you. God, God bless
0: you. Man. For people, uh, Doug, that say in times... Gonna disappear or whatever. I like to send him that commercial that Judy does. Oh and yeah. I think it's about time for that commercial. Like, I don't yeah, know what's up is. next, but
2: it's really close.
0: We call it um, Sassy Baxter. Actually, we we had to <laughs> yeah. tell her that we needed her to be Sassy Baxter for that portion. She doesn't normally communicate the way she did in that clip, but right. Uh, anyone that knows her or have ever met her, or have ever watched the show that she was on, tend to love that clip of her saying, End Time is not going anywhere. And that's because End Time wasn't built around a man. You know, Irvin Baxter was very intentional in making it about Jesus and making it about the kingdom of God and not himself. And so, you know, we have a wonderful team here. We have a wonderful group in Israel that we work with. And uh, it was never about Irvin Baxter, although that's who you all saw basically all the time until about a year or so before he passed. Uh, I know Dave was on a few years prior, but Dave started getting more consistent there. But um, he made it about Jesus, and that's what we're going to continue to do. So we'll be right back after this break to try to get to all the calls. We'll be right back.
2: They that understand what is taking place
4: minute. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God.
8: End time is not going anywhere.
0: Welcome back to The End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. It's Open Line Friday. We're talking about whatever you want to. Uh, we have a full bang of callers. If you try to call right now, it's going to be busy. But uh, keep trying because when someone hangs up, you might be able to get in at that time. I do want to say, Doug, before we move forward, um, not only is Dave and Janet going to be in Justin, Texas, this weekend, and you can get more information about that at endtime.com slash events. Dave will be pre- uh, speaking on um, the Green Horseman in World War III on Saturday night. He'll be preaching Sunday morning, so make plans to come out to that, Doug. But um, a friend of ours, Will Johnson, remember mm-hmm. he was on the show Yes. several months ago, and of course he's been watching In Time for some time. We've been watching him for some time. Yep. Uh, Facebook has recently started to suppress him even more, and they're shutting his stuff down left and right. His posts mm. aren't. That he's experiencing censorship at a very high level, so I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. I know he watches our show. I don't know if he's watching right now, but uh, I'm going to link him up in the comments on Facebook. Go, go, make sure that you like Will Johnson's page. Uh, check out some of his videos and uh, comment if you're if you're willing to at least go check him out. Comment Will Johnson in. Uh, the comments so leave that there uh, we'd love to help him out as much as we could we need to have him back on the show
1: one day that's that was a great day when absolutely he came and, you know he doesn't live too far from here he lives down south of us and drove up that day to be on the program yep it's a good program
0: so uh, Will Johnson put it in the comments go check out his page uh, we are gonna go to Missouri now Brandon is watching there Brandon welcome to the end time show
3: hey how's it going guys thanks for taking my call
0: absolutely good
3: all right, so uh, you've often talked about, you know, there's the Sixth Trumpet War and the Israeli-Palestinian peace deal, and you don't know if it's going to come before the peace deal or if the war is going to come after the peace deal, but you lean towards before the peace deal. So uh, I saw a website recently that agrees with a lot of uh, Urban Baxter's views. Um, it suggested that so there's, after the Sixth Trumpet War, there's the angel with the little scroll, or in some translations, little book, so basically, the angel tells John to, you know, eat it, and it's, it'll be sweet as honey, but in your mouth, but it'll be bitter in your stomach. It'll be as bitter. So this uh, guy suggested that it was the little scroll might be representative of that peace deal because when this peace agreement is signed, it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be amazing. If they finally achieved peace. It's going to be as sweet as honey in the in their mouth, but then. Great Tribulation kicks off in the middle, and then it's gonna be bitter inside the stomach. And honestly, I've kind of thought about how recently, it's not until after the, you know, the angel and the little scroll and the two witnesses get taken up and in the earthquake, it says the second woe, behold, the second woe is passed, the third woe is yet to come. So it almost looks like the sixth trumpet covers all of that up until the second coming of Jesus Christ. But anyway, yeah, just wondering about your thoughts the little Scroll could possibly represent the Israel Palestinian
1: peace deal symbolically? Um, well, I mean, that's a possibility. Of course, we don't know for sure. So we're back at speculating again. We we don't really know. But it's interesting. It's something that I, I don't know if any of us have ever uh, looked at. You know, there's also within that passage that you're speaking of there, that's Revelation chapter 10. It speaks of the seven thunders, which we don't know what those are. As well, it's something that John was told not to write down what the seven thunders were, and so when we when we're looking at speculation like that, that's as good a guess as any for that little book. that That could make sense, because we also know that in um, Daniel chapter twelve, Daniel sees the same vision that John's seeing there, one that uh, is is kind of straddling the waters with his hands lifted up into heaven, and uh, and Daniel asked this this same. Uh, being there, how long until all these things are fulfilled? And he's told for a time, times and a half a time, or a dividing of time. And of course, we know that's the time of the great tribulation. And so uh, we, I mean, that could be something to do with that because we know that in the middle of that final seven years, after a peace agreement's been done and the temple's been built, when the Antichrist stands there, and, and commits the abomination of desolation, claiming that he's God, stops the animal sacrifices, then that's when great tribulation starts. So that gives us that final three and a half years up into the point to where the two witnesses are raptured. So uh, that could be a possibility. So I'm not saying it is, cause I don't know, you know like I say, we're speculating here, but that's as good a, uh, a speculation as any, I guess.
3: Gotcha, yeah. Real quick about the seven thunders, the same guy said, again, he, he knew it was speculation here, he wasn't saying, but seven thunders might have something to do with the seven Noahide laws, which, uh, or God's judgment on the Noahide laws, are similar to the Ten Commandments, but the seventh one is enforce the Noahide laws, and apparently on the website of the Noahide laws, you can actually see, find somewhere that you should be put to death after you after breaking a couple of the Noahide laws, so the guy was thinking, you know, they might one the antichrist might enforce the noahide laws but again that's speculation but the cool thing is I didn't know what the noahide laws even were before I read that so any different prophecy teacher that might have different views or different things I, I do learn from them even if I whether I agree with them or not or it's just pure speculation so right. I just wanted to throw that in there as well but uh, thanks again for taking my call
1: all right well thank you Brandon, thanks, Brandon. We, we appreciate it we do the same
0: thing so thank you for your call and sharing that we appreciate it very much we're going to go to New Hampshire now. Pat's watching there. Pat, welcome to the Intime Show.
8: Good afternoon. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, yeah, it's opinion, capital O, that the uh, Sixth Trumpet War started in October in Israel um with the Hamas. Did you know that the Biden administration and the uh, administrations in England are planning to recognize a Palestinian state and set up the, quote, two state solution the minute the, Pal- the Israeli Hamas war is over.
1: Yes, I think we we kind of discussed that a uh, little yesterday. bit yesterday, I think, didn't we? Oh. We talked about I, it, I it a little bit. I think we did. Uh, well, we, we kind of, there were some bigger things that we talked about just before that, but we did touch on that because. Uh, Of course, that's one of the things that uh, we kind of went through a plan from the Israeli side of it of how they wanted that to to come about. Now Israel in the article that we were talking about yesterday, uh, which came from I-24 News, it was saying that they would have to wait for two or three years before they decided if uh, the Palestinians would get a, a state of their own and even more land was possible after two or three years and they see how this goes but before that we weren't even leaning toward that that way after october seventh now they're beginning to talk that way and of course they're getting a lot of pressure from the world too i mean they're getting pressure from saudi arabia who's you know the most powerful uh... muslim nation in that region as well as the other uh... muslim nations that have signed on with the peace agreement to this point so um, yeah it's that's a big deal and and our administration is really really pushing that
8: yeah they sure are well thank you for taking my call and you have a wonderful day
1: thank you god bless you
8: thank
1: you all right we're going to
0: virginia now charles is watching there charles welcome to the end time show
8: yes thank
5: you so much vince and Doug, for the broadcast you have and all the information you give us to prepare us for the future uh i was wondering what plans does end time ministry have for preparing for the big event whereby uh, one third of the population of the world would be destroyed What are plans being made to operate and uh, as an organization and broadcast uh, continue after that or how would that take place that's a know? really
1: good Vince question <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know Charles uh, we have talked about that a good bit. We've done a little bit in preparation, but not nearly what we need to do. So um, we don't have a great plan that I could share with you uh, if, say, an EMP attack happened. Um, We need to do more on that, but we have not done enough. Uh, But like I said, we have done some things. So uh, we are in the trusting God phase of that right now and looking towards making adjustments to move forward as well.
1: I will say this, we have a lot of partners who have a lot of um, I guess, what would you say? they have a lot of um, opportunities there where they could probably make some things happen for us. Uh, because of the spectrum of of people that we have as partners, I guarantee we would we would have some people that could be helping us in that field for sure. Well, that would certainly
5: be a great way to. Uh To be prepared for that, and having enlisting help from other organizations Mm -hmm. Uh, in this event uh, that will happen.
0: In the meantime, we're praying for wisdom from above. We're praying for foresight. We're praying that uh, you know God would would give us you know spiritual visions to help us see what's coming exactly, um, or even a shadow of it, I suppose, Doug. So that we know what to do. So uh, please be in prayer with us about that, Charles.
5: Yeah, we sure will be praying for that. And send us all the
1: advice you want. Like we, Yeah,
5: for sure. We are (laughs) students ready to learn.
1: It's a great thing to throw out there on the air, too, because if there's people out there that are listening that might have some uh, resources that can help us. You say if, Doug, as if. Okay. The uh, people out there that do have resources, (laughs) reach out to us. Let's see what we can do. I live near
5: uh, Washington, D.C. where all we hear every day is politics, so...
1: Mm. Well, bless your heart, because that thank is you so a much. Pl- rough thank place to so be. Big. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> God bless it. you,
0: Ch- Charles. Thank Thanks. you so much for your call. All right, we're going to go to Indiana. We have time, I think, for one more caller. Frank, welcome to the End Time Show.
2: How's it going, Brother
0: Doug and Brother Vince? We're doing well, Frank, doing? and we're a little short on time. I don't want to rush you, but I do want to let you know uh, if you can get to your question so I don't have to cut you off. I don't like doing that.
2: All right, I'll get to it quick. It says in Isaiah 59, chapter 59, verse 19, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and, the, um, and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. So what I believe, and I want to know your thoughts on it, um, the when it talks about um, he, he will come in like a flood the enemy which is satan i believe um and so it shall it says the spirit of the lord shall lift up a standard against him there's many religions out there beliefs that have their own thoughts but then that have the truth i believe that standard is a place where we will raise up the truth and that will be to stop the flood of all the lies because i see things on youtube all the time and Facebook so I, I see a lot of
1: lies and I wonder your thoughts on it. Yeah well I mean I agree with you Frank you know a lot of times when we're talking about uh, the end time you're talking about the Antichrist or the little horn things like that it talks about the flood and it talks about uh, this Flood happening. One of the things that we look at, too, it, I believe that it will be more than just the way we're thinking. A lot of it's happening right now with uh, false information and disinformation as the enemy is, is going out into the world and really trying to fake people out and fool people. But when you look in Revelation um, 12, you know, it talks about how uh, the woman is protected by the wings of the eagle. But then it talks about the dragon turning to the woman and pouring out a flood uh... out of his mouth the dragon does this and when we look at that we we've looked at it several times to try to see what that flood might be talking about and we believe that at that point it's talking about uh... the waters of the multitudes nations and tongues so the just the armies right there and how god protects zion by opening up the earth and swallowing up that flood and so i think that it has a lot of elements frank but I do believe that that's part of it.
0: All right. Thank you for your call, Frank. God bless you. Don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com and endtime.com. Participate in thousands of hours of content that's totally free because of partners like you. Consider giving to the ministry to help make this show and that type of content available for free. Go to endtime.com slash give and become a monthly partner today. Also, make sure that you are born again the way the disciples described it. Go to endtime.com reborn and make sure you're going to be part of the real great reset that Jesus is coming to establish here on this earth. We'll see you right back here on Monday.